0: I am your one and only solo podcast podcast host for this and every episode of Dumbing It Down with Dave. I am your pragmatic podcaster, and we are in the caravan on the New York State Thruway northbound, just north of Catskill, on my way to work. It is November 5th. It's a Tuesday, and it is just after 6 p.m., 6.07 Daylight Savings Time, Eastern Standard Time, whatever time. It is. That's the time it is. 6 o'clock northbound. I am uh, very aware of the location I'm at and the time I'm at, especially because the deer in New York State... I don't know about the deer in the rest of the world, but the deer in New York State are... I think what they call... They call it is rutting. R-U-T-I-A-G. They are rutting. So there's... um, there's sex involved in this. There's horniness involved in this. There's, they're nuts. They're running around. They don't care where they go. And it's interesting to me, the difference between this season, which is with by far the goriest season of all the seasons in New York, you know, uh, this particular time of year, and it's it's is it ironic? It's kind of ironic because I think it's right before hunting season. Because I'll go up the freeway, and I'll just see blood and guts. By the way, this this particular part of the show is not recommended for children if they have a, you have them in your car. Because we are going to be uh, talking about blood and guts like a like a fiend, like a like a bandit. No, we won't be talking a lot about that, so you don't have to uh, turn off to another episode or to another show. I'm just making mention of the fact that there's a specific time of the year that you really have to pay attention. Um, and all of this... I probably should take a way more serious tone. Uh, 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 all of this in the light of... Uh, in light of... Is in light of? It's within days of a friend of mine, by the way. Um, and I will uh, mention his first name. His name is Kyle. Um, who was in a motorcycle accident apparently right down the road from my house uh, he was riding his Harley I used to work with him he uh, recently changed jobs to another company but uh, he made contact with a deer uh, right there on a road bike by my house Uh, and he is not doing well from what I understand I have not received an update and I don't want to bring everybody down but this is the way it is this is life right, you know it's part of it. It's part of pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. And sometimes you don't find happiness. Uh, oftentimes you don't. So I was uh, notified of this by my son uh, who told me some guy. Uh, he said, oh yeah, some guy. I mean, went, well, what do you mean, some guy? And he said, I read it on this website, HV1, Hudson Valley 1. So I went to Hudson Valley 1 just to, out of curiosity um, because I use another app for my local news. And I was... Kind of curious about this HV-1. And uh, I'm reading the article, and bam, there's my friend Kyle. So um, my, co- my former co-worker, um, a trucker colleague of mine, comrade, you know, road comrade, road warrior, without a doubt, Kyle was because he would definitely drive a truck as well as anybody. He was a good man that was uh, there when I needed him. Um, he was one of those guys that day in and day out, I look forward to. Well, he's not passed. He's still alive as far as I know. I'm talking about him like he's passed. But I am paying tribute to somebody who, you know, listen, I'm not going to do this every episode and pick one guy's name out and mention his first name and all that. I'm doing it because, you know, why am I doing it? That is a good question. Why am I talking about somebody I know and you don't know? Well, maybe because I have a motorcycle and I am a truck driver and it's like, whoa. And it was right down the road from my house. So, anyway, I've... um, He's, uh, he was a good guy. He is a good guy. <laughs> he was a good guy when he worked with me. And uh, I hope he does better. And I, uh, if you want to pray for him, that would be fantastic. Have Send out positive thoughts and vibes to uh, Kyle. Uh, I don't know exactly which hospital he's at, but I'm sure in the cosmic uh, ways of the universe, if you send out prayers and good vibes, it will find its way to him. And uh, he will make a full recovery and eventually get back to work and all of that. He is definitely... Um, A man of joy, he definitely has joy in his heart. Um, He was a a, he was a pleasure to work with and be side by side with. You know, Uh, even in those bad days and those bad moments, uh, he was there. Good guy, and that's basically it. You know, when a guy says, "Oh yeah, he's a good guy," he's a good. That's it. That's all you need to know. He's a good guy. And there's you know, there's a lot of opposites to good guy. And we're not gonna I'm not gonna go down that road. But you know, if you don't hear good guy. He's probably not a good guy. He was a good guy. All right, so uh, I actually had my motorcycle parked out in a parking lot for the last month and a half or so, maybe more, maybe two months. And uh, I put a—I had three for sale signs on it. And uh, I, every so often i get a call or whatever, and uh, somebody would reach out, but uh, nobody actually followed through. One guy took a test drive. One guy took a test drive. He liked the bike, but he said... Well, I'm not gonna buy a bike now. We're at the end of the season, so I'm like, oh, well, it w- we were at the same end of the season when you started the test drive. But uh, I guess he, you know, whatever. His wife talked him out of it. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna put the bike back out in, uh, you know, next April or May, you know, before the season even starts. I put it, I put three for sale signs on it at the end of it all. There was one for sale sign left. I don't know what happened. The wind. Somebody stole them. I have no idea. So anyway, uh, I am I'm. Pretty much done with uh riding a motorcycle uh i've been done with it for a while and i think i've told the story before by the way uh at the top of the show you that was hal aaron hal and philly hal and philly with uh going for a drive great song going for a drive uh hal and philly uh his real name is hal aaron but he goes by hal and philly and uh, his website is called Tales of the Road Warriors and on that uh, website you will see uh, links to all his podcasts and uh, he has many he has one where he uh, pays tribute to Peter Tork which is actually, I thought it was T-R-K I think it's T-R-C-H short for Torkelson but it doesn't matter how you spell it Uh, he was from the Monkees and he has a whole bunch of other great uh, episodes where he talks to musicians who are on the road so that's Hal in Philly and I'm um, giving him credit for the song uh, Going for a Drive, which I really enjoy playing at the top of the show. And of course you did hear Alex Exum's voice in the in the intro. Also as well, AlexExum.com and um, the Exum Experience. AlexExum. exu com. And uh, at some point you might hear an AI voice. Later today. You might. You might. You might not. And that is, uh, that would be provided to you by uh, Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers. Check out Awesome Insanity Surfers Uh, Hal and Philly, uh, Tales of the World Warriors, you'll find on Stitcher and many other podcast platforms. And uh, Awesome Insanity Surface. you'll find on Spreaker, iTunes, and also many other, uh, or Apple Podcasts, as they like to call it, and many other podcast platforms. All right, so uh, I spoke about Kyle. My best wishes to Kyle. Hope he uh, has a speedy and a very effective recovery. Uh, you got to be careful with the motorcycle, and you got to be careful. That's how it all started. I was talking about driving. It's dark now because of the the, the daylight savings time. Um, it's dark, and I'm very aware. I have to really. Be, I can't look down. I can't look away. I am scanning left to right. I'm scanning left to right. I make. I'm looking for eyeballs. I'm looking for any sort of reflection because these guys will run. And they're fast. And they will run from one side of the throughway to the other. From from east to west, they will run. North to south, whatever. They will make a dash for it. And uh, they don't know. You know, it's funny. Like, I see them often when I'm going down the road on the edge. They love to stand on the edge of the road for some reason. Like, where the grass meets the road. Years and years and years ago, when I was training as a bus driver for Adirondack Trailways, I said, wow, why do they come out to the edge of the road? I mean, there's miles and miles of grass and woods, like, you would think they would be in a constant search for solace. You know, where can we be alone where nobody sees us? Yet, every night, they migrate their way towards the end of the road. It's a very interesting thing that they do. Why do they come out at night alongside the thruway to the edge of the road, and in the morning, you can actually see them sort of turning around, jumping fences and going back into the woods. I, it's interesting I have a couple theories on that maybe I only have one theory so I, anyway I, I, I asked 30 uh, some odd years ago maybe more 40 years ago I don't remember when I was in training for trailways and I was still living in New York City one of the guys on the bus said oh they they like coming out to the edge of the road because it's the grass is saltier there tastes better from all the salt spreaders and I went really and the guy went no I went oh <laughs> well that would make sense wouldn't it they got the salt spreaders if there's snow you spread the salt and the edge of the grass just has a little extra flavor and the, the deer are hooked on it and they come out and they go yeah the, the grass over there is tastier it's like restaurant style grass yeah baby so you know the stuff in the woods is just all tastes like pee and poop when we get out to the edge of the you know the edge of the road it's like whoa got a different flavor zest nice like zesty zing with the salt on it. Anyway, so I guess that's not true. My theory is, and I'm sure it is true, is that, well, they were here before the thruway. And if it wasn't for the thruway, they would just walk across the road. But it wasn't a road. It was part of where they lived. Once upon a time, the New York thruway didn't exist. It was just all, I don't know. I don't know how many, maybe there were houses that were on the thruway and they got displaced. I don't know. I don't know exactly what year it was done. I think it was done in the 50s or 60s where they built the entire thruway. I'm kind of curious how many people were living on this path that we now know is the New York thruway. Maybe none because uh, uh, Route 9 is, or 9W is the the major routes. Uh, I don't know. I think those were in existence already. I'm not really sure. But anyway... That's New York State history, which I know nothing about. Uh, so that's my theory. That they're just trying to migrate. You know, that's what they do. Deer walk. They eat and walk at the same time. They don't uh, pee and walk. I've seen them pee. It's kind of funny to watch how they squat down with that tail right up in the air. They're like, oh, got to pee. <laughs> right now. And they stand there for a long time. They empty out. They don't just take, like, a quick one, you know. I'll do quick ones all night long just to make sure that I don't get, I don't get caught in between stops or you know to get stuck in traffic and go oh great now I gotta pee if I just took a quick one back there I'd be okay but now I'm in pain but the deer seem to take a long time and then when they drop their pellets oh my god the, the deer dung is that what they call it holy cow its, it's they're not big they're all just teeny little pellets I can—I've uh, never shot a BB gun or a pellet gun I just assume it's the same size that's how I remember it I haven't stepped in a pile of deer dung in a long time but they're, they're always on my property what a great show we're having. Talking about my friend Kyle, who got uh, who ran into a motorcycle. And uh, now we're talking about Deer Dunk. Yeah, we, we go all over the place here and Dumbing It Down with Dave. Anyway, so, um, I'm very aware. Very, very aware. And right now, look, we're just now. Well, I said, look, just now I just drove over a whole bunch of guts. There, It's all over the road, folks. New York State Thruway. So I don't know how they are in the rest of the United States. I know that. And in fact, even in New Jersey, there are parts of New Jersey... They actually have electronic signs that say This is the season uh, Early uh, early on in the um, On the turnpike when you enter Because uh, I get on Right before the George Washington Bridge Going south and uh, there's signs That say warning and I was, I was like Where are the deer out here in New Jersey And you know what there are and they hide They hide during the day and they come out at night I don't know what they do all day You know they go down into a basement somewhere Play poker watch TV And they go eh, just take a break take a little nap and then uh, they sense it's uh, getting dark. They go, uh, time to go. Got to go to work. And they come out here and they, they torture us. Anyway, in the all the years that I've driven, I've never hit one. I've never hit a deer. Um, I, I've only had one encounter with a deer uh, with a vehicle I was driving, and that was in my Dodge Omni long, long, long time ago. I was on my way to a racetrack called Akron Speedway. And uh, I think it's Whitfield Road. I don't know the name. I forget. It sounds very close to the name of the road. But there was a road that led to the track. There was like one specific road that led all the way up to the track from Route 209. I don't know why I'm giving you all these route numbers. What, what do you care? So anyway, I'm going up the road. And I see the deer, like out in the field. I just see him. He's just hanging out. And really, my memory now is that, my memory then, my memory now, is that he kind of saw me... And they made a beeline for me. Like, oh, I'm going I'm to go run into that car. And I'm driving, and he kind of... I'm driving in one direction, you know, forward. And I see him, and he comes from my right-hand side, the passenger side. And he runs, and he's... I don't know if he wanted to run in front of me and beat me. I have no idea, but it all happened kind of really quickly. You know, this didn't happen, like, in 30 seconds. This happened in, like, I don't know, 3 to 5 seconds. And he's just starts running... And he runs into the side of my car. I'm not going fast. I'm doing, I don't know, 30, 40. I don't know, because there was a speed limit on that road. And uh, the local police like to ticket people on the way, you know, rushing to the track. And the deer hit the car, uh, but not very powerfully. He kind of just ran up to it and kind of, kind of like kissed the window. Because I remember looking... To my right going, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy's, you know, coming for the car. And he kind of put his face, you know, like comedically, kind of side on the side of his face, kind of, uh, you know, rubbed against the window. And I could see his lips going, you know, like that. And I don't know if I saw his tongue, but um, it was all very quickly. And I look at it. Oh, I can't believe it. That's that was my encounter with a deer. It was kind of funny. I wish I could have taken a picture of that moment. Where his face was up against my window, it was uh, up against the passenger window, and uh, I think he just he just cut his lip. He might have bitten his lip. I have no idea. But I had a blood stain on the side of the uh, the window, and I thought that was very funny because I know a lot of guys drive down the road with these cars and bamo. I mean, radiators totaled and you know whatever. It's 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 often a disaster. But I actually had a very comedic moment where the deer just kind of smushed his face up against the window didn't break anything nothing and uh, he just bit his lip I think left a little bloody mark and um, he probably went oh and then he ran away and that was the end of that but it was, was that no that that could have been rutting season because uh, it would be racing season so race they're not rutting in that so I think I'm pronouncing it right I think I'm spelling it right I'm not even sure but it has something to do with their hormones and reproduction and they're, they're just out of their minds right now so if you're in New York State be careful there you go. That's uh, it's uh, it's a deer show. It's a it's a it's a, it's a wildlife show we're having today. Dumbing it down with Dave. We we were all over the place. That I'm just sharing with you my experience, um, which is a lot better than some of my experiences, which are definitely like doggy downers. And I'm I'm not doggy down right now. I'm tired. You know, and, uh, which is interesting because it's I'm, you know, you think I'd be all fully refreshed on my way to work, but I didn't really have a great day and a half off. It's supposed to be three days, but I work overtime so. Uh, I bring it down to two days. and Because I work nights, it really turns out to about a day and a half. And if you really want to boil it down even more, it's really just one day. And I spent my one day being very busy. And it wasn't for me. Not really. But um, I was doing this, I was doing that. And remember, I'm coming off the Halloween thing last Friday where I talked about that. I got some nice reviews on that. Uh, maybe we'll go to that. I usually save the review shows for bonus episodes... But um, I don't really know if I really have anything to tell you except I'm exhausted (laughs) on my first day going into work and I really wish I didn't sign up for overtime. But on the other hand, I'm very glad I did because I need the money. So I'm doing it. Um, Let me see how I'm describing the Halloween show. In this episode of Dumbing It Down with Dave, Dave relates a chain of events including the day after Halloween, his wife's birthday, a flat tire, among others, that resulted in him... Wondering how he could have gotten more sleep. Yep, that's that's pretty close. That's pretty accurate. Good job, Pauline. Um, let me see here. One of the comments on the Halloween show. I wrote, thank you for listening. Linda Irwin wrote, hello Dave and Hazel. Linda Irwin wrote, thank you. Blushing. Because I probably just uh, promoted her show really well. Uh, she talked to Linda Irwin wrote, Linda Irwin wrote, Linda Erwin, that's really that's a hard one. She wrote, uh, still decent weather here, high 30s, low 40s, sunshine, no wind. Oh yeah, because we had a, a windy Halloween here, it was really crazy. And then she wrote, uh, Linda Irwin wrote, what a nightmare day, but would have made a great television episode. Yeah, it was kind of comedic, it was uh, definitely uh, weird how everything went down. And Nick, old friend of mine, Nick, commenting on the show. I think it's the Nick I know. It's got to be the Nick I know, because uh, it just says Nick here. I completely resonate with the desire to be on a team. Currently looking for that in a life partner. Yeah, I got you, Nick. I was talking about uh, all the know what would I like to do if uh, when I uh, finally transition into life. What is it I like to do? like to do? Yeah, I like to be part of a team. I like this job to be feeling like I'm part of a team, and we've lost a lot of key players. A lot of key players. And even then, uh, it's tough because everybody's got their own agenda, which I understand. I understand. And I wish this management that I work for, I wish this company was more of a unifying um, uh, organization where where we all have a common goal. But we don't. It's just not the way it is. And I I, want to go down this road of my company. I hate my company. I don't. Listen, (laughs) they pay me. The check clears. I get it. And that's really, at this point in my life, that's good enough. They check clears, they pay me. And I'm getting overtime. And, you know, this is going to help me transition. If I continue this pace for the next four years, uh, you know, if it doesn't kill me, it'll uh, help me build uh, not only character, it'll help me build my bank account. Um, and then Nick wrote, the bit about the hunters almost had me in tears. Almost. Not close enough, but Almost. The bit about the hunters—I think I was talking about when the hunters go out and they shoot each other. I always find that—I do find that funny. I was holding back. I think if I listen to that episode again, I was holding back. I didn't want you guys to think I was absolutely insensitive, but um, yeah, it's funny. You're out there, you're in a tree, you're spreading urine. You got—you know—you got the camo on. You know, you, you know. Of course, you know everybody makes jokes about hunters wearing camo when it's obvious you see them—they're wearing camo, but. Um, Anyway, uh, how many minutes we got? Twenty-three. And I just always find it humorous when they shoot each other. I find it funny when they shoot themselves in the foot too. That's kind of funny, you know. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not going hunting almost ever, because that's that. It's just not my thing. But I would like to get a gun. I would like to get a gun. I would like to know how to use it as well. All right, did I screw up this button here? Do we want to go back one more episode. All right, that was the Halloween. That was that. By the way, this is episode one sixty nine, and of course, I'm obligated to say, can you believe it? It's one sixty nine. We're so close to two hundred. I'm, I'm not going to do the episode two hundred. I want to do, but it's going to it's going to be what it is. Uh, bonus episode. Let's go for a drive. Um, let me see. Did uh, I get any comments on that? Hmm. Let's see. As I get to exit twenty three, almost rear end somebody. Let me see. What did um, Linda Irwin wrote? Hello, Dave and David. Nice song at the intro. Yes, that's uh, going for a drive from Howland, Philly. Uh, Linda Irwin wrote, "Tell the wife happy birthday for me." You know, what, Linda, I neglected to do so, but I will do my best to remember that. Um, Linda Irwin. Oh yeah, because I talked about because uh, I get a little turned on by the vo- Emma Emma's voice. Um, AI Emma. So Linda Irwin wrote the movie Her was about a guy who fell in love with his cyber female program. Emma would love anything you would gift her: cyber flowers, cyber champagne, you name it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, Linda Irwin wrote, "You are not cursed. You are gifted with finding the rare individuals who are enjoying, or who are who are something." enjoyable but what am I talking about all right let's do this again take 2 you are not cursed you are gifted with finding the rare individuals who are something enjoyable but understated yes 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 very good Linda that's a way very appropriate yeah i do i have these people in my life and they just interesting and talented enough successful enough but just Not the people who can invite me out to their mansion You know, in Malibu Which is, I think, under fire right now It doesn't really matter, but you know what I'm saying And this has been, like, constant in my life Um Oh, Linda gave uh, another weather report Because I talk about the weather here in New York Cold and clear here, expected today Forward through the next week Going outside with my coat on As much as I can to get that autumn air Good job, Linda Um, and then Linda writes Paulie, social media manager Yeah, maybe. Maybe social media manager. That might be good. Right now, she's the only one doing it. So she is the social media manager at this point. And I can't even really suggest a lot of things because I don't even know what to do. So anything I'm doing out there social media-wise, it's probably uh, Pauline's behind it. She's doing a great job. She gets a little embarrassed when we talk positively to her. So I I promised her I would tone down the, uh, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, Um, the praise. Uh, The Artificial Intelligence, Linda Irwin wrote The Artificial Intelligence folks Would love to work for you They get paid in bits and bytes Bites and bits, bits and bytes Okay, listen, I'll have to figure that out Um, Linda Irwin wrote Me in a tiger print tank top Now that in itself would be funny to see Uh, Yeah, because uh, she talked about Shooting uh, somebody with a Nerf ball thing, I forgot what we were talking about But uh, she would protect me or something like that She would fight somebody off of me the Nerf ball or something like that. Nerf baseball or whatever. All right. And, um. Oh, Hal Aaron. Hal Ar- Aaron. Hal in Philly. Comments, Hilarious. Hilarious. He wrote exclamation point. He just wrote it once. I said it twice. This is not the show you wanted, is it? Gotta love that, Emma. Thanks for all the publicity. You really didn't have to devote almost an entire bonus episode to me. It is a very funny story. Maybe I'll repost it in a best of Road Warriors. Episode, You rock, Dave. Um, I'll... uh, He kind of mistyped here. I'll see you again soon, or I'll talk to you again soon. Right now, I got to go, dot, dot, dot. I'm going for a drive. Good job, Hal Aaron. And Hal also wrote, my favorite podcast app is now Stitcher. Yeah, because uh, we were talking about Himalaya, but um, he's now on Stitcher. And then then he wrote, a couple days later... Oh, and Spreaker 2 Changed his mind And Spreaker 2 I just started a new podcast called Easy When You Know How You know how people say Easy When You Know How He started a podcast called Easy When You Know How H-A-L It is on Spreaker Because of you That's me, Dave He's he's putting the responsibility on me I decided to try Spreaker Studio So that I can make short little episodes in my car Like you do there you go. That's uh, that's the comments for uh, the last uh, three episodes, and uh, we were almost close to being at the end of the show. Wow, twenty seven minutes, which is good because I'm almost at the job. Um, so there you go, folks. Another episode one sixty nine, dumbing it down with Dave. What do I have to look forward to this week? This week of November fifth. Well, I'll be living here in the caravan, here at work, the caravan. Try to get some exercise. Don't forget Dave's Fit Life. Why am I living in a caravan? Why don't I go home? If this is your first time um, listening to the show, you know, Dumbing It Down With Dave, the podcast, is all about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Um, Dave's Fit Life is Dave, me, living in my caravan, this vehicle here, and um, working on uh, getting uh, fit, fitting things into my life, and living in the uh, caravan. Uh, At work At my job Instead of going home Because my commute is long And uh, phase one We're in phase one We're in season two But we're still in phase one I can't seem to get out of phase one It's very hard As a matter of fact I'm being honest Very very hard to get out of phase one It's just really exchanging Two hours of commuting For two hours of exercise You'd think it'd be easy But it's not It's harder than ever Especially when you go home And you know On a special day To give your wife a birthday present And all hell breaks loose and uh, there's just always something. And now we're getting into the winter. So I have to learn how to live in this van and keep myself warm. Uh, I'm not, I am not prepared at this point. But I'm going to have to figure it out. I do not have the top-of-the-line sleeping bag. I do not have, like, thick flannel pajamas and all that. I, I don't. But I will keep you posted. So thank you for listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Uh, Folks, it is time for me to go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dumbing It Down with Dave. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, good rats, Godspeed, and great skills. Take care.